0: Hey Spartans, welcome back. Once again, it is your pal Spartacus and you are listening to the Spartacus at the Machine podcast. Hope you are all well. Hope your uh, week was great. We are wrapping up the weekend now uh, and uh, gonna get back into a fresh new week here in just a few hours. So hope you're relaxing tonight, enjoying the last little taste of weekend for another five days and uh, we'll jump right back into it uh no life lesson uh for this week you know um there's been a lot going on i think i say this every week but uh it always seems like every week there's just a lot going on and uh it's good you know just to take a little time on sunday to relax and uh get a few deep breaths in before we start a new week so uh this week i'm just going to kind of let you know what's what's been going on um there's been a development in my job. Um, I have worked for most of my life. I've worked very physically demanding jobs uh, to the point now where at this age in life, and and I kind of agree that this is a bit young for me to be having these types of problems, but uh, over the last few weeks, my knees have been telling me that uh, uh, I'm not as young as I used to be. Uh, I... have made uh, an appointment with a doctor to have my knees looked at. Um, I was told that, uh, I need to go have some x-rays, which I have not done yet. Um, and, uh, was given some anti-inflammatories and, uh, really the, uh, are not really helping alleviate any of the, the stiffness and soreness in my knees. So, uh, uh, within this next week, I hopefully this next week I will go uh, and have my X-rays done, and uh, maybe start getting some answers on one of those. But uh, the job I have now I've just been in since December, uh, and they are they're a great company. The management is very good. I have had a discussion with my management team. Uh, about what's going on with my knees. They have been very understanding. Um, They are going to, they are moving me into a position uh, where I will get to stay with the company and the work that I do will not be as physically demanding. So that is just uh, an awesome thing. I'm I'm grateful for that. Uh, And I feel fortunate. Uh, A lot of places, and I've been a victim of this where you tell them you're not sure you can handle the job that you were hired for and you're basically told well then if that's the case then you're not of any use to us so um to, ha- to be with a company that uh would want to find something that's going to be a-, a better fit for me is is something really good um recently i haven't uh haven't been on my motorcycle a lot here within the last few months and uh because the last time I was on it, when uh, I pulled into my parking spot, uh, the rear wheel was making some uh, some absolutely hideous noises, squealing and, and things like that. So uh, a week ago, I, I called and got it into. Uh, I, I ride a Kawasaki. It's a Kawasaki Vulcan. It's a cruiser type bike. Um, a lot of people say it looks like a Harley. Um, but and I always I since I've owned it I've always taken it to a Kawasaki dealership well I took it into them and I wanted them to first of all uh check on the the squealing noise I heard in the rear I wanted them to do an oil change uh kind of give it a a check a good checkup and uh, also I have a passenger uh backrest it's commonly called a sissy bar I wanted them to take that off I tried to do it myself one time and didn't have the correct size wrenches because it's a metric bike and it's not a standard like America uses uh, so I wanted them to do it alright well I took it in uh, a week later I just happened to be doing some work on a service guy's vehicle from Kawasaki So, uh, I, uh, I jokingly told him, well, you know, I'm I'm not going to do any work till your car until you get my bike up on a bike lift right away. And we, you know, we laughed and it, uh, it was funny. Um, but he, he looked at it and he said, we're, you're actually, uh, you're slated to be coming up very quickly. So within the next day or two, we'll get it up and check it out and then we'll give you a call. So they called me and uh, told me what was going on so i said yep let's let's go ahead and do that they actually they had said that uh on my way over which you know i i'm not sure if i believe this or or not um they said that uh i had picked up a, a nail somewhere nail or a screw and uh, i needed a new inner tube the tire was fine they patched that but they had needed need to put a new inner tube in it excuse me so obviously i said yep go ahead let's let's take care of all of it so they did um and then on saturday i went to pick the bike back up and uh i told them who i was and we paid the bill and everything like that and uh he said, we'll get someone We'll fire it up out there for you and get it warmed up and then you can hop on and go. I said, perfect. So uh, I heard them fired up. My bike is, is very loud. So I heard them fired up and it sat out there and idled for a little bit and I knew it was good to go. So I was about to head out the door and I happened to look up and I see my bike out there. And they had taken the framework to the sissy bar backrest off but left the mounting brackets mm-hmm. on um, so I asked the guy behind the service counter I'm like why did they leave the brackets on well he really didn't have an answer for that he said uh, we we pulled the framework and the and the pad off he said but if you wanted the bracket and we didn't charge you for that he said but if you want the bracket taken off first that's going to take some more time and we'll have to charge you for it and i said well i'm probably going to have to bring it back i want to break job done on the rear uh in the near future and then when i have it in for that you guys can probably just take care of it then because i just i wanted to get it out of there because i wanted to ride uh so i got it out of there um and I went for my ride and I'm thinking I'm stewing on this the whole time it's just pissing me off even more Uh, so I'm out on my ride I put on about 75 miles and uh, I had plans to go over to a friend of mine's place uh, later on on Saturday afternoon we were going to do some grilling and and just sit around and enjoy uh, you know talking and, and being outside in the beautiful Arizona weather. Um, so I get home from my ride, and I call them, let them know that I'm going to stop at the grocery store, pick up the things we had talked about, and then I'd be over. Well, I rode my bike over to his place, and he he is, when I got over to my, my two friends, husband and wife friends, uh, they're from North Dakota actually also, he and I worked together back home. When I got over there and I told him what was going on, he's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, you know, leave the brackets on. Uh, so we started messing around. He dug into his tools and he had the right size. So we take, we took these brackets off, took us about 10 minutes. Uh, so the fact that that would take up some more time and they would have to charge me for it is actually pretty much bullshit, you know, um, so, you know, what do you guys think? Is that is that laziness or is it stupidity? You know, because there's really not anything else, any other reason to leave those brackets on. There's nothing really that I can think of that I would want that would bolt right up to them brackets. It's just not going to happen. So the fact that they were left on, to me anyway, just screams total laziness and... And again, my, my buddy whose place I was at, he owns a Kawasaki motorcycle too. And he had asked me at one point, he goes, is that a good place? Would you recommend them to me? I mean, and I told him, yeah. And, but, uh, however, after this, I told him, I said, I would, I changed my mind about that. I wouldn't recommend you taking it to them. And I'm not taking my bike to them anymore either. I mean, uh. Uh, is it, is that petty of me? Well, maybe some of you might think so, and that's, that's fine, um, but it, to me, this was both lazy and stupid, and, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that, uh, they will be seeing any more of my money, um, so also, I, I mentioned that, um, I spent a little time with some friends over the weekend, and it's been it's been quite a few months since I uh, have gotten together with these guys, and I enjoy my time with them every time I get to spend time with them, so Friday, I shot them a text, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'd kind of like to get out of my house for a while, you know, you guys going to be home tonight, would you mind a little company? They're like, no, come on over, so I, I ran over to their place, and... Uh, we were actually going... This is Friday night. Um, we were actually going to grill Friday night. But, uh, uh, you know, after I had got off work and spent a little time just sitting at home in my air conditioning and relaxing, I just decided, you know what, let's wait with that. And, uh, uh, again, I I don't drink, but I do enjoy... Uh, I don't drink alcohol. Um, but I like, like, N.A. beers. Um, I have found some non-alcoholic wines that I really like and I think are really good I have also found non-alcoholic hard liquors Um, I found one whiskey that I really like so I stopped I stopped at uh, the store that I go to and I bought a bottle of non-alcoholic whiskey and uh, a bottle of 7up for some whiskey sevens and I also bought myself a nice cigar I haven't I haven't had a good cigar in a while so I picked one of those up and boy I tell you it felt great sitting outside with uh, uh, my two friends Ashley and Corey um, like I said I've, I've known them for years they're from home I worked with Corey uh, at the same company for a few years and uh, I was thrilled when I found out before I moved here that they lived here too so I'm like sweet I've already got a couple of friends there that's a good thing so sat outside on their patio with them on Friday night and just enjoyed enjoyed a gorgeous Arizona evening uh, outside and uh, talking and just had a great time and then on Saturday uh, we decided in the afternoon we were going to get together and uh, do our grilling we had I had found something that both Corey and I wanted to try, and before you judge, just listen. It's called I found a I found a um a video of this online on Instagram, and I was so curious about it, and I wanted to try it, and it was spam burnt ends. That's right, S P A M, spam. Um, I do love spam. Um, my favorite way to prepare spam is just to, or it was anyway, just to fry it up in a frying pan, uh, get a nice crust on both sides, throw a few pieces of fried spam on a bun, uh, and throw some mustard on that, and then just eat it that way. And that is that for my whole life. That has been my favorite way to enjoy spam. Um, but Saturday evening. I discovered something totally new—the uh, spam burnt ends. So we we tried it on Saturday, and all three of us were pleasantly surprised at how good it was. And what you do is you just cube up the spam in whatever size you want to make it. Uh, I would say the bigger the better because then you can put it. You have to smoke it. You smoke it for two hours on two twenty at two twenty-five. Um, but you, you cube up your spam, you coat it with some mustard and then your favorite seasoning, and then you smoke it for two, for two hours at 225. Okay. And then you make a sauce while that's, while that's, uh, smoking for the two hours, you make a sauce. Like, uh, what we did is we did, uh, about half a bottle of barbecue sauce, um, three quarters of a single serving can of pineapple juice and then a bunch more of the seasoning that you put on the spam already and you you know you put that over some heat and and stir that up bring it i we actually even brought it to a little bit of a of a boil and then pull that off and then uh as soon as your two hours are up you uh, get your spam and like we use just one of them foil disposable uh, baking sheets or baking pans or whatever Uh, you put your spam in there you dump the sauce over it and you put a bunch of butter you know cut up a bunch of pats of butter and put it all around in your in your um, tin there and you can either put it back in the smoker or put that on the barbecue grill for another hour on on just low heat like 250 225 something like that as low as you can get it and then at the end of that it's nice and charred and the sauce on it is oh it was i tell you what it was just great yes it i'm sure some of you are gonna think that's disgusting but it was really really good and we also did a smoked shrimp scampi and the uh ashley made up a ramen and cabbage there's some sort of asian salad um and i gotta tell you i i'm not a a vegetable person i've never eaten cabbage in my life but i tried this salad and i tell you what it was really really good just had a a great time you know a a good two days with with these friends and uh, something i needed for a long time um again i don't have a whole lot of friends out here in arizona so The ones I have are very important to me, and you know, I I get, life gets in the way, and you gotta do what you gotta do to make things work here. Um, So, you know, I I get that we don't see each other very often, but it was, it was, yeah, it was something I really needed. It was great to see my friends, and uh, just had a great time with them. Um, Also, I can't remember exactly if it was on Friday, or it was a Saturday, but, uh, uh, we lost another musician to me, and, uh, I, I, this musician, I really enjoyed her music, uh, it's a country music musician, or country music artist, um, the Judds, Naomi Judd, the, the mom, uh, she lost her battle with depression, and, uh, i'm sure you can all figure out what that means but uh she apparently she took her own life and uh, it's just a sad deal you know guys keep your eyes open for anybody who who is um who's struggling you know um mentally physically i mean just keep your eyes out everybody needs help at some point or another and it's just a sad it's a sad thing you know um I, I never saw the judge live i did uh i did enjoy their music when i was a younger person um so yeah just it's a, it's a sad deal you see uh you see um the country music artists uh paying tribute to her uh, all over social media um seen a bunch on facebook and uh also a bunch on uh on twitter and it's it's just a sad thing so um and if you are struggling know that there is help out there for uh no matter no matter what there's help no matter what kind of help you need again whether it's mentally or physically or uh addiction wise anything there's always help talk to somebody and uh maybe they will get you to where you need to be so just a sad deal so please uh you know, keep her in in uh, in your thoughts. Uh, I also possibly have an upcoming concert. I've I've got another friend here in Arizona who we've been talking, and uh, Breaking Benjamin and Allison Chains is going to be here in the next month or two, and uh, we have been talking about going to that one. I've seen Breaking Benjamin twice, and I've seen Allison Chains once, unfortunately. Uh, my Alice in Chains concert was still after Lane's death, so uh, I did not get a chance to see Lane stay live. but uh, William Duvall, the guy who is now the lead singer for Alice in Chains, does an amazing job. Um, actually, he he sounds an awful lot like Lane. The, the first time I saw them was at a fair in South Dakota, uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is an absolute terrible place to see a concert. Um, you know, North, North Dakota and South Dakota, they do kind of have a rivalry and they never, you know, they don't like each other all that much. Um, but yeah, if you want to go to a concert and see kids fresh off the farm and and people who probably had to have, go, have somebody uh, go stay with the cows while they went into the big city for a, for a rock and roll show, uh, South Dakota would definitely be it. Oh my God! Um, but yeah, I would definitely. I mean, Allison Chains is one of my favorite bands, and and Breaking Benjamin. I wish I would have seen Breaking Benjamin when they were younger. Well, obviously Allison Chains too, but uh, uh, because Ben, the lead singer, um, founder, basically of Breaking Benjamin, he is getting to the point where he's getting older. And uh, he doesn't really do the screaming part of the songs that the band does anymore. Um, it's been a couple years since I have seen them, so I think it might be—it uh, was for a while the bass player that was doing the the hard screams from from their songs, and I don't know if they've since changed that or not. But uh, they still sound both bands still sound amazingly good from the last times I saw them, so. Uh, we haven't quite set that in concrete if we are going to go to that show or not, but it would definitely be a good one, and uh, definitely something I'm looking forward to if if we decide to uh, go to that one. So, um, lastly, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna end with another uh, story of a band that I got to meet. I know I told you a, a few episodes back about my encounter with Scott Weiland. Well. I also got to meet uh, Morgan Rose and Lejean Witherspoon of Seven Dust uh, one night at a at a Seven Dust show. Um, this was a show. Uh, it's a show in Minot, North Dakota, um, and uh, the the show was at a small bar, so it was packed. And Seven Dust is one of my favorite bands, so I got there early so I could get get up front. This band. Uh, Lion, L-Y-O-N was was the name of this band. Uh, They opened for them and was right up front for them. And they put on a great show. I enjoyed their their set as well. But then Seven Dust come up on stage. And almost instantly, I had this drunk little guy hanging on my shoulder. I kept pushing his hand off my shoulder, you know. And and not long after I did it, he would put it back. Finally, I, I hid his hand and I leaned over to him and I said, Listen, you don't know me. I don't know you. We're not friends. We're not here together. Keep your hands off of me. If you can't stand up on your own, go find a place and sit down. But do not keep putting your hand up on me. Not long later, he was doing it again. So I reached over and not very hard. He was drunk enough where I gave him just a little bit, of light little shove, and this little dude just falls on the floor, you know, I and I don't pay any attention to it. I go back to watching the show, and uh, not long after that, I feel someone, like, throw their shoulder into the back of my shoulder, and, and hard enough so that they knew that uh, they would get my attention, so as I'm turning around, before I see who it was, this guy hits me. And, uh, you know, he he hit me pretty good. Uh, you know, I've been hit before, but uh, so it, it wasn't, you know, the hardest shot I had ever taken or, or whatever. Um, and I turned around, and the guy standing be- behind me throws his hands up you know his eyes are all wide he throws his hands up he goes I didn't do it you know and I'm, I'm not a small guy but I don't pretend to think that uh, I'm the most intimidating guy there is either so I said all right well where'd he go he goes as soon as he hit you and saw that you weren't going to hit the floor he took off quickly well It didn't take long. So I kind of went back to enjoying the show and stuff like that. It didn't take long for, you know, LeJean, the lead singer of Seven Dust. It didn't take long for him to notice. Um, And actually, uh, he, uh, he or one of his stage guys kind of, you know, motioned me over. He goes, you need to go get yourself checked out. I'm like, no, I'm good. He goes, no go go get yourself checked out. Well, I went over to the guy who was motioning me over, one of his stagehands or whatever, and he goes, "You're going to need to go to the hospital and get stitches." I haven't I didn't see it as of yet. Um well, the next thing I know, there's an ambulance pulling up and and they get me inside and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. No, I'm not going to the hospital in a freaking ambulance. I'm I'm coherent. I've got all my faculties. I'm not riding in an ambulance." So they're like, all right, that's fine, but you do need to go to the hospital. I'm like, all right, whatever. At this point, w- one of the guys from the band Lion, he walked up to me and he goes, dude, that is wicked. Can I snap a picture of that? I'm like, I don't care. Go ahead. Well, he snaps a picture of it and I'm like, let me see it. And my hop lip is split probably 95% of the way all the way through. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I probably should go to the hospital. So I I went over to the hospital and uh, I got stitched up. And um, after I got stitched up, I went back to the music venue because I wanted to to see if I could catch any of the concert yet. Well, the concert was all done and, and... They were closing up well i i saw a group of people standing around outside the bar so i went walking over there and the next thing i know lejean witherspoon the uh the lead singer of seven dust comes walking up to me he goes man i've been worried about you all night he goes are you okay i'm like yeah i'm fine you know not a big deal got 25 stitches or something like that in my lip but i'm i'm good he goes come on come inside with me um morgan wants to meet you too morgan rose uh, is the drummer for seven dust and, and i i like morgan i've you know i was a drummer in high school so to get to meet a guy who I had been watching for years because i you know enjoy his drumming was a drummer so i got to meet Morgan and uh hung out with Lejean. and um uh, you know i and en- i ended up with a with a story to uh, to tell uh i did i did run into the owner of the bar. Uh, about a month later and he said we found the guy and that hit you he goes and he was trying to tell us he was in the military and had just gotten back from overseas and I I know lots of military guys Um, military guys are not going to throw the first punch in a bar fight they're not going to start shit like that because they're in the military and if they do they can get in trouble and they're they're smarter than that so he this was just a little and obviously they they threw him out and to the best of my knowledge uh, i believe they even banned him from coming in the bar again but uh yeah it's just a gutless little sack of shit that threw a sucker punch and when he didn't get the outcome he was hoping for he ran like a little bitch so don't be a little bitch if you're gonna throw a punch at somebody you better stick around and see what's gonna happen next so um but but yeah again i i'm not even upset about the stitches or the punch i got to meet um two uh members of a band that i really uh like their music and respect and admire so uh you know what i'll i'll take a punch for that so it's all good <laughs> anyway so uh i hope you uh you guys enjoyed that um I'm already uh, putting thought into actually, you know what? I'll take that back. I'm not putting thought into the midweek song of the week. I already know what the song is that I'm going to use for, uh, this coming Wednesday for the midweek song of the week. And it's a great one. I love this song. Uh, love this artist. He is somebody that I respect. Um, somebody who had, who has still has, I guess, uh, sobriety in his life. And, um, I I admire him for that and will always be a lover of his music. And uh, actually, I respect him so much. Um, He was one of the first pieces to my musical tattoo sleeve that I ever got. So I'm looking very forward to Wednesday. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you are still enjoying the Spartacus at the Machine podcast. Um, Please remember to like and uh, please share with your friends. Let them know I am out here doing this. Um, any any help that you guys get give me to grow my podcast i greatly appreciate thank you so much for that and uh again hope you have a great week um don't forget uh you can find me uh to let your friends know you can find me on spotify the anchor app pocket casts um google podcasts and amazon music and podcasts so there you have it that's the whole rundown Have a great week, guys. We'll see you again on Wednesday. I am Spartacus. We'll see you next time.